Hey, it's Mike from the Nintendo Switch UK podcast here. So, this week's episode was done in a different studio and we encountered one heck of a technical difficulty, which basically means the last 12 minutes that we recorded has gone missing. Now, all you missed was the quiz in which James beat Alistair by 2 to 1. And that definitely can be verified. It happened. You can ask James. If you ask Alistair, he'll probably tell you it was a draw, but it was definitely 2-1 to James. Uh, And that's about it, really. So without further ado, here is the rest, 39 minutes of what would have been 53 minutes of the Nintendo Switch UK podcast. Hello, you are listening to the Nintendo Switch UK podcast. Hello and thank you for downloading episode number 16 of the Nintendo Switch UK podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Al. And I'm James. And uh, you might realise that there is one distinct voice that is not here this week and that is Anton. So no Anton. I think, is this the first week that Anton hasn't been on the podcast? This is the first week he's ever let us down. Wow. I've let you guys down. You've let us down because you weren't here last week. Yeah, but we didn't do a podcast. We didn't do a podcast. So technically... This is the first Anton this podcast. You've never let us down. I've never let us down, technically, because I just made you postpone it. Uh, no, fair, fair play to Anton. He does have other engagements tonight, and he is allowed. After all, we do this for free, uh, so it is allowed. So no, um, no hate mail, please. Uh, but if you do want to download our podcast and you do want to listen to us and leave us a nice review, we're on iTunes, we're on... Stitcher, we're on other places as well. We're also on Twitter as well, NSUKP on Twitter. Uh, is it NS, in, NSUK Podcast? You're right, it is yeah, NSUK it? Podcast. Shows you that Anton normally does that bit. And you can get us an email. Uh, oh, yeah, we have email. Our email is podcast at nsukp.co.uk. Excellent. Now, lots to talk about this week, and uh, we're going to be talking as well a little bit later about James. <laughs> Not just about James. <laughs> James is. We can talk about James if you well, want to. It's nice having him on the show. I don't know if anyone else would be would be as interested. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what we were actually going to talk about was your experience with uh, Labo VR because you have had some, but we'll come on to that a little bit later on yeah. if you're okay to hold for the moment. <laughs> uh, before that, let's start with some rumours. Now, I'm not normally one for gossip, but... Now, we, first of all, in the rumour section of this week's podcast, there's, there's a few and we're going to get onto news as well, so don't worry, we're getting the news. Uh, first of all, there's apparently a new leak from a Foxconn factory of a new Nintendo Switch Mini. Now, this is the one that's been doing the rounds on Twitter. I think we might have shared the image or Anton shared the image. We did. I saw that. It came up on my Facebook. Right. So let's get this 100% right. Is this a real thing or not? So uh, we'll probably get on to what the rest of the internet said. But as soon as I saw it, I went, that's not real. Because if you look (laughs) at it, there's a little notch at the top and it's clearly a case. It's a case. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's so obviously a case. But yeah, the rest of the internet had much uh, much more in-depth reasons as to why it wasn't real. And I'm sure James probably knows much more about it than I do. Something to do with the serial numbers already existing or something. Oh. If it was a new product, it would be something else. I mean, it could have been a test thing that someone's 3D printed and yeah. you never know. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't look like it's legit, but yeah, who knows? Yeah, I think it's probably not given the you know, what you've said about the case, given the serial number issue, given the fact that everybody else on Twitter has been debunking it. <laughs> I think it probably isn't, but we are getting a Switch Mini. That is that is pretty much confirmed. I know the Pro, we're not thinking that's going to be necessarily this year because the, the rumour is that they're still working on that and that's something they're going to kind of bring in later. But the, the Mini is happening. And I heard as well this week somebody, I think 
don't know if this was an official line or not, but somebody saying that it will be dockable as well, the Mini, because that was one of the things that we talked about, how the Mini wouldn't be dockable, it would just be handheld. Can you really colour the switch if you can't switch where you're playing it with? Yeah, that was your point, Alistair. You yeah. said the same thing. I'm, still, I'm just burying my head in the sand about the whole thing. I just, it doesn't work. Don't do a pro if you've got to, but don't do a mini. It's just not a switch. Oh, I'm not going to rant. I'm not going to rant. I've <laughs> ranted enough. I presume it would be like what the 2DS was to the 3DS. Yes. And yes. I, I can understand it, but I feel like, or at least whenever I think about it, it takes away from it being like a switch. Yeah. It's almost yeah. like something else that would play the same games. It's like a next level Game Boy. Yes. Basically yeah, exactly. Oh, by the way, happy anniversary to the Game Boy. It's 30 years. Oh, that's right. Game amazing. Boy came out. So uh, and there's, uh, there, there are some amazing games on the Game Boy, and uh, you never know, one day we might get the Game Boy Store on the Switch. You know, that would be nice. Well, there's a few Game Boy games have, are actually coming out in the store, aren't there? Yeah. Well, we're seeing some random re-releases, and there's one that we're going to come on to that's been announced. It's not a Game Boy game, but there is a random release in our list today on uh, during the news, so we'll talk about that a bit later on, but... Yeah, we're basically saying we don't think that that's real. It doesn't look like it's real. It's a big no from us. And from Alistair, it's definitely a no-no for any other iteration of the Switch right at this moment. Yeah, just stop it. (laughs) All right, we'll move on then. Uh, Okay, we have a a leak from uh, an anime magazine, Neo, which has said that the Japanese exclusive game Poyo Poyo Sports is coming to the West on the 7th of May with a slightly different title of Poyo Poyo Champions. Now, I like Poyo Poyo, I don't know what Poyo Poyo Sports is because it was Japanese exclusive. James, do you know anything about it? Something. I don't know the ins and outs, but it's Mm. some sort of esports version. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I guess ultra competitive. Tetris 99. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it? Well, I mean, essentially. It could be. And if you've got Poyo Poyo versus um, Tetris, Mm -hmm. then there's the competitive online of that as well. So, So I'm guessing this takes it to the next level of competitiveness. I guess so. Will it be hmm. the same with when Tetris 99 came out and people are speaking about hard drops and T-spins and all these things I have no idea about? Right. I'm guessing it's all these sorts of things where it's like high-level players are um, are really interested. So and what I was think. really hoping for, because I, I can see now that the title in Japan is actually Poyo Poyo Esports and not Poyo Poyo Sports. <laughs> I was really hoping that it was... Poyo Poyo characters playing football and tennis and things like that. <laughs> but I'm guessing that's not what this is at all. I think you might be wishing for a while. Ah, never mind. Oh, well, look out for that. 7th of May, it is a possibility. We'll keep an eye on it. It's already out in uh, in Japan. It's exclusive there, but maybe not for much longer. Now, this is an interesting one. Uh, 1080 degrees snowboard. Do we, say, do we say degrees in the title of this one? Yeah. 1080 degrees snowboarding. A uh, snowboarding game, uh, uh, to be honest... I would love one. I wouldn't be very good at it, but I would probably be into this. But we are hearing that there might be a spiritual successor to that game in the pipeline. There's a rumor about this. Did you ever play the original one? No. I had no. it on the N64. It was great. I'm not, I don't normally play that many sports games, but no. I love 1080, sport, uh, 1080 snowboarding. It was just something about it was just really good fun. It was accessible. You, you couldn't really button mash, but you didn't need to be an expert. It was just great. I like Plus, the sound of that. I could beat my sister at it. Which <laughs> well, that's an instant win, isn't it? James, have you ever had any experience? I've played it once, but I preferred Snowboard Kids. Oh, I don't know that one. No, I've never even heard of that one. No. Honestly. No, no, but then we are uh, lousy, frankly. What was it was amazing. What was, was that on? It was like a cartoon snowboard racing game. I'm into On the that. N64. It was amazing. There was only like six courses, but at the time I didn't really notice I spent hours and hours and hours 
Well, the thing is, if the amazing. game if the gameplay is good enough in a sports game, it doesn't really matter how many modes there are, especially exactly. if you've got the multiplayer option as well. Uh, one of the games, I'm just checking the title because I know it's coming out, Super Blood Hockey. Remember we spoke about this very briefly? Oh, that looked brilliant. There's a 16-bit hockey game. I think it's out in about a week's time. It's coming out on the Switch. Have you seen this, James? No, I haven't. And it's brutal. So basically, very, very violent. <laughs> Pixelated violence is you great. Can, you can kill your opponents in the, in the middle of a nice hockey match. And it's, it's really There's like... There's a lot of red pixels in the game. It's very right, pixely. Okay. It's pixel art. And it's, <laughs> but it looks great. It looks really, really good. And it's well worth uh, checking out. It's out in about a week's time. I'm probably going to buy this day one if I can afford to because it's um, it looks great. Yeah, I'm on that one as well. Definitely buying that day one. We'll have a game of that. Uh, another game that I have to play with you guys at the moment, which I've played a lot of, is Mutant Football League or Football Mutant League. I can't remember which way around it is. But I've been hearing great things. I've played a bit of the, the one player on my own. Uh, even if you're not an American football fan, it's brutal because you can kill people. <laughs> I see a theme developing here. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, so th- those games, are, you know, it does show you that you don't necessarily need to have a thousand modes for it to work. Mm. Um, interested to see if we do get this spiritual successor. I would check that out. Yeah. yeah. Would you check it out if the snowboarders can't kill each other? No, I'd be out. That's <laughs> it for me. No, absolutely. Don't remember average. that being a mode in the first <laughs> no. one, but you never know. It might have iterated. Death snowboarding on the Switch. Right, next up we have uh, some news on the physical release of Wolfenstein Youngblood. Now, I am quite excited about this because it, this is the one that's coming out on the same day as the PS4 and the X-Bone, I think. Yes. Yes, yeah. it is. So, um... Uh, so th- there's a bit of n- rumour here that we're not going to get a cartridge, we're going to get a download code, which kind of makes sense depending on the size of the game, I guess. But I'm a little bit gutted about that. Yeah, I think it's... Um, well, I mean, I know you're one especially for liking to have a giant physical collection of games. Yeah, I just imported uh, Phoenix Wright from Japan, had to pay import tax on it as well <laughs> because I didn't want to download it. <laughs> So, yes, I am. But I'd almost be okay with the box, at least, but I would prefer to have the cartridge, definitely. Surely from an environmental point of view, selling somebody a plastic box... It's one of the worst things anybody could ever do these days. Yeah, Why probably. Why are they doing that? I mean, cartridge, I get. Cartridge, you can take it with you. You've got a physical thing. From my cheapskate point of view, you can flog it on. <laughs> cartridge, I get it. Yeah. Why are they going to sell you an empty box with a bit of paper with a code in it? Uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. I can't really argue against it because, again, we know that plastic isn't is certainly not particularly good for the environment. So, so doing that on that basis without having a physical cartridge and it seems a bit weird in 2019. But... Actually, that's a really good complete segue. But back in the N64 days and Super Nintendo days, everything came in cardboard boxes. That's right. Why have you not gone back to that? Yeah. Why have you not gone back to cardboard boxes? Hmm. I mean, mine got very bashed up quite quickly. (laughs) Yeah, but from surely Nintendo's point of view, that's a good thing because it means that people go and buy more. And the the value's high of the ones that are in pristine condition. Yeah, exactly. I guess they should maybe make foldable Labo-style boxes yeah well we're going to talk about labo in a moment in fact we've got lots and lots of news to get through uh today so let's move on to the news section tell us what people want to know so uh i think we should start with labo because we talked about this in our last episode which was a couple of weeks ago but we've got a kind of an advantage here because uh since we last spoke i was in london and had the opportunity to play the oculus rift now we know that that is kind of the big daddy of the vr world right Mm -hmm. so that's the one where it's got the the kind of top technology at the moment. And it, I have to say, it was amazing. It was <laughs> genuinely good. And if I could afford to have, uh, have, have an Oculus Rift alongside my Switch for gaming, 
I will be set for life. You probably would never see me again because I'd be very, very, very happy. But we are getting some VR. In fact, we've already got some with Labo and we know we've had this talk about Zelda and Mario Odyssey, but you've been playing Labo VR. Tell us a little bit about it, James. Yes, I um, went into the shop to get it because it was the same price as online and I thought I might as well wow. support Old the shop. Yeah, Old I couldn't it. believe it. But um, And they were like, oh yeah, we haven't actually put them on the shelves yet because it's just out. Um, but I got the starter kit, so you've got the camera, and you've got the blaster, and mm. a couple of other wee fun things that you can build. And yeah, as you say, it's it's not going to be anywhere near the top level of of VR, but it's good fun. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's quite basic. Um, I suppose it's aimed at young kids, but um, no, it's just good fun. And how was it on? Because one of my problems with VR is motion sickness. So with Oculus Rift, I didn't experience that because I think it's something to do with the the, the points that they have to be able to recreate the room or something. Yeah, and they have to sensors and things. Yeah, so they have like the maximum amount going on the uh-huh. Oculus Rift, as much as you can kind of do in VR. So so with Labo, obviously that's not going to be the case. No, it's not. But the way it's as what did you just I do? just kicked something here. So, <laughs> so I should just say, by the way, that we're in a slightly different um, studio to normal because uh, with Anton not being here, as, as everybody knows that listens, Anton is in Edinburgh, we're in Aberdeen, but Anton is over Skype. So so because he's not here, we've had to come into a different location that has three microphones. <laughs> and lots of things so, under the desk, apparently. Well, it's just yeah. because I'm not used to it. I normally stretch my legs out. <laughs> anyway, uh, sorry, we were saying I'm very rudely interrupted um, you there with a kick. Yes, um, there are... I was finding myself getting a wee bit motion sick, but because you've got to hold the VR to your head, it's, there's no head strap. You can just pull it away, mm. and everything's fine again. You're like, mm. oh yeah, I'm still sitting on the sofa. I'm not really in a spaceship <laughs> shooting green alien things or whatever. More so, the pity. That would be great if you could do that for for real. But VR, well, yes. That, I mean, it sounds sounds really good. And and what was yeah. the what's the price point? Well, how much did you pay for um, it? The starter pack, which has the uh, the camera. The, not the camera, the VR goggles and the blaster was about £35. Okay. And then the whole kit, which has everything, which is like the bird and the wind pedal and the other things I can't remember, are um, I think it's about £70. Mm-hmm. But um, if you buy the starter kit, you can buy the other ones separately and it all works out at the same price. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And the other question I wanted to ask before Alistair asks his questions, I'm sure you might have some. Uh, <laughs> do I? Uh, I better oh, think of some. Yeah, quick. think of <laughs> some. Go, go, go. Um, was when do we get a shot? Well, when do we get I to play it? meant to take it with me and forgot it. Okay. Oh. Well, well, <laughs> Next time. You know, it might be an extra week before you're back on the podcast for that, but yeah. we'll see. <laughs> so what, what I want to know is, have you tried Zelda or Mario yet? Not yet. I don't. So it's no, not out yet, though, No, is I don't think so. Are they not? When, no. when is that due? it in... I want to say the 26th, which would be Friday, next, Thursday? Yeah, next week, yeah. yeah. Do you need anything else other than a copy of Zelda and Labo VR to play it when it comes out? Or is, do we need, like, a special Zelda VR kit? Not to my knowledge. I think they're just patching it straight in. Right. Um, so, yeah, I actually have Zelda on the Wii U, so it's not much use for this. But I've got Odyssey, so I will be checking it out. Cool. And, and there's bring... a man sitting across a desk from you yes. who does have Zelda. You can steal from him. Good point. I was just about to say the same thing, but Although you've got Mike's to come usually... to mind to steal it. Yeah, and Mike's <laughs> usually like, oh, I'll let you borrow it once I finish it. And he's got a drawer full just, of un- steal unfinished it. games. Well, I nicked his uh, South Park sticker. It wasn't a sticker truth. It was a fractured butthole. I mean, fractured butt 
Oh, oh yes. Uh, yeah. I borrowed that for ages, and I'm planning on stealing your Mario Party. I've not told you this yet, but I'm going to Are you? <laughs> are you? I see. Um, actually, uh, James is planning on stealing my South Park fractured but whole as well. <laughs> but uh, I told him you could have it when I'm finished, and I've been sitting in the last the last boss for the last three weeks, and I've been playing something else. <laughs> and that's not deliberate. It's just that I, I there's so many last boss. Anyway, you just need to play it. <laughs> anyway. Well, we would. Well, you just need to play it in 2020. Uh, so Labo VR and uh, generally pretty good reviews. People saying that uh, they're really liking it. A lot of people said it's the best Labo kit yet as well, which is really, really cool. So, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Definitely. I mean, yeah, it's it's nothing extraordinary. If you've played with Google Cardboard, it's probably slightly more advanced than that. It's entry level, but it's good fun for what it is. Yeah, the, if you're comparing it with PlayStation VR, you're going to be disappointed, basically. Yes, yeah. But if you're not comparing with that, if you see it as a standalone thing, pretty cool. Well, good for fun. £35, pounds, you can't expect a £400 Oculus Rift, you know, and then a gaming PC on top of that or whatever that it takes exactly. to run it. So, that's um, it. you know, that's that's realistic. So I'm looking forward to that. There's a couple of lo- other bits of info around the Labo VR. So apparently there's a, an Easter egg in the Labo video section where you can watch 3D gameplay of a Virtual Boy and Mario Golf. That sounds cool. I'm oh. going to look in front. So that's Not one. Not found that yet. Well, it's there, apparently. So that's the Labo video section. Uh, on top of the missions... I, I want to know, have they edited out the bit that makes you feel sick? <laughs> what, on Virtual Boy? <laughs> yeah, if it's literally just a straight video, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on top of the custom mi- missions being added to Super Mario Odyssey, uh, they'll also be adding a theatre mode to allow you to you allow users to view cutscenes in VR as well. So you'll be able to um, look at some of the... The cutscenes in a oh, that's interesting. 3D way, which will be cool. See, I wonder how that would work. I wonder if it's the whole thing you're watching it, or whether it almost be like sitting in a cinema watching it mm. on a big screen in 3D. A cinema screen, yeah. I wonder if they'll maybe go that route because of the limitations of it, perhaps. I think so, but just if you're standing in the cutscene, it might be oh, yeah. slightly odd. Mm. I don't know. Right, we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out, and we're going to try this um, before the next podcast, James, whether you like it or not, <laughs> one way or another. Uh, just very briefly, there was one other rumour that I should have pointed out, which we can it's kind of news because it's pretty much confirmed, but um, you know how d- we're getting this, uh, or, or Disney are launching this Netflix competitor called Disney Plus. So yes. basically it's all the Disney stuff ever, and you subscribe to it. Well, the rumour is, and it's a pretty strong rumour, I did read some stuff about this, that it's coming to the Switch shortly after launch. Uh, which is cool, but just give me some Netflix, please. Well, yeah, I agree. I hadn't actually realised it was just a rumour. I thought that was news. I thought they'd actually announced well, it. I could be wrong. It, it was just my impression of it. There is a possibility that since... Because the, the, these are some notes from Anton as well, so it could be that between us putting the notes together and, uh, and, oh, no, and talking... Oh, no, I this was like middle of the week. So I'm probably wrong. I just, I'm just pretty sure it was... Okay. Either way, I mean, it's cool. It's nice, right? You can screen stuff coming to yeah, the Switch. Yeah. If yeah. that comes and it works, Netflix might go, yeah, come on, because, you know, they want to chuck their software onto every single device that they can possibly find. I know, I know a lot of people don't want uh, the likes of Netflix and video streaming on the Switch, but I've got to say that YouTube is great on the Switch. And it works really well. It's really, really good. The screen's great. It feels good. I know it's not as good as some phones that you get in terms of screen, but it's it is a it's a good screen. It, 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 the interface is really nice on mm-hmm. the Switch as well. It's easy to navigate. Um, and also, the other thing is, well, when I've been tra- and I've been doing a lot of um, traveling on planes and trains and automobiles and all the rest of it. <laughs> and actually, the Switch is the one device that I've always got. So, it, to be honest, sometimes I just want to watch some Netflix, and I can't be bothered watching it on my phone because it drains the battery really quickly. Um, and I need the phone because I've got an old 6S iPhone or something. The battery goes in about three seconds. I don't, <laughs> you know, I need it for people to phone me on. So it would be really cool if we could just get some Netflix. Where do you guys stand on it? I I think it's a good idea. I know that in the US they've got Hulu as well, which do, yeah. does streaming. But that's that's it. And I I don't really understand 
why there isn't more. I mean, we had Netflix on the Wii. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it, I don't know. I I can understand people saying we want it just for games, but if you can give well, you don't have the to option, download it, do you? Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's my opinion. I think it would be nice to have it there if you want it. You can have it. And I'm actually with you, Mike. If you're traveling and you're using your phone as your boarding pass and as your wallet for stuff and you're using mm-hmm. your phone constantly, you don't want to risk draining it. And no. Having your Switch as that extra, that extra battery you can drain is actually a really quite handy and compelling thing to have. Yeah. When you're out and about. So, yeah, bang on there. And also, the other thing as well is if you're traveling and if you're on a long train journey or a long plane, um, it's the opportunity to flick really quickly between one app and the other. You know, you just come out, you're straight in the menu in one second, you close oh. it and you're into the other one. And instead of having to, oh, better get my phone, it's on, it's on flight mode, all that kind of stuff, you know? So, out of sheer curiosity, it's again, it's a tangent. When you're traveling, playing your Switch, mm. did you get any funny looks? I, I get people watching me play, the, what, watching me play the Switch, yeah. A couple of funny looks, but not nothing like. Not I've, negative. I've always been amazed. I've not. I mean, I've sat in places like London City Airport where you're yeah. filled with, you know, businessmen and being business people doing what business people do. <laughs> and there's me sitting playing my Switch and nobody's batting an eyelid. They probably just wonder where my mom, my mom is and just <laughs> left me for too long, you know? I well, do feel that Mike is probably more vocal than you when he's playing games. I'm that very is quite true, actually. <laughs> that may be why people are watching what he's doing. They're probably trying to avoid me and trying to get to the other side of the Starbucks. I was actually playing uh, on the on the plane at uh, Glasgow Airport the other week, flying to London uh, just at the weekend, and um, I, I went to Starbucks. For, for once in my life, it was early for a flight, which never happens, and I thought, I'll get Starbucks, and I sat down and started playing it, and there was... Um, there was a, a couple of businessmen sitting next to me and I could see them kind of going, yes, well, uh, you know, the exchange rate at the moment and sort of glancing over to see what I was playing. <laughs> I was like, you've got a switch or you've got something. You you know what I'm talking about. Um, and uh, and the other day when I was at the post office, I got a, a game imported. In fact, it was Phoenix, right? Oh, yeah. And I had to go and pay the, the, the duty on it. And the guy, really stern looking post office guy, and he was like, right, that'll be 12 quid or whatever it was. And he goes to me, by the way, what game is it? I'm really, really wanting to know. You're going to have to put me out of my misery. <laughs> and I love that. That's great. So I think, yeah. you know, it's much more widespread than we think. Oh, it absolutely is. Yeah. And it's it's such an escapism. When you're traveling, the last thing you want to do is think about traveling, you know? Exactly. Anyway, sorry, back on the tangent. Back where we're right. supposed to be going. Where were we? Okay, yeah, well, here, this is some big news. So Nintendo have released uh, OS version 8. Now, there's a couple of big updates in this, which I think are quite cool. One of them we actually talked about, and I wasn't sure whether we were this was a thing yet or not, and Anton said it wasn't. Anyway, transfer your saved data between consoles. That is now an official thing with the new OS on the Switch. And, and I, I didn't think there was something obvious to do that. And sure enough, it looks like this is now an obvious thing. And I've seen it come up on the Switch now. So yeah. that's great. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, I think it, is, it sort of existed before, but not really. It's like a cloud, it was a cloud thing. save. Yeah, you but couldn't save it to other consoles, so they just tweaked that. Yeah, so that's really cool. Uh, we've got a new Zoom feature, new icons. Uh, prevent waking for de-docking, which sounds like a good thing. I don't really know. Basically, uh, when you take your switch out of the dock, the screen comes on. Yeah. You can just turn that off if you want. Oh, right. Well, that's quite good because sometimes you end up nudging buttons because it's a touchscreen. Yes. And you forget it's a touchscreen. Yep. <laughs> have you ever done Have you ever actually, you know in the adverts when they first sold Switch, people were playing games, they put down the Pro Controller, they pick up the Switch from the dock and walk away carrying on playing it. Have you ever done that? Even once? Yes. Have you? Because there was something I wanted to watch on TV. I say watch more, have one in the background while I kept playing whatever I was playing. Ah, yeah. 
So once, I've, I've never had a, a party with my Switch on a balcony. Like, they also had many of them in the, uh, <laughs> oh, the I was stuck on a train a couple of weeks ago. I was stuck on a train going up the road, and I so, so wanted to pull my Switch out and see who would come and play with me. Oh, <laughs> I didn't have the balls to do it, but I was so tempted. We, we, we should maybe have on, there should maybe be an app, which is Switch Friend Finder, when you're out and about, where you can search for other Switch users in the vicinity <laughs> and say, what have you got? And have little chat icons and things. Maybe That'd we could cool. just um, reintroduce Street Pass. Street Pass, yes, oh, yeah, yeah, Street yeah. Pass, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anyway, that's another one. That was a bit of a tangent. VR uh, parental <laughs> settings as well. Uh, sorting software options in new regions. One of the software options that you can sort, kind of, because what you you know if you've got your games, once you've got twelve games, you can see view more, and you click on that, and it shows all your games as like a grid. Now you can sort your games in that grid, so you can you can sort it by most played or most hours spent on it. That's cool. The problem is you can't see how many hours unless you go back out of it again, which is really yeah. annoying. So, I, yeah. I still don't understand why there isn't a proper... Folders! Sort of, well, not folders, but just sort of um, activity log, I think is what they called it. The, you know, the 3DS had it, the Wii, the Wii U had it. And I probably spent more time than you would think just looking through it all going oh I played this game the most and things like that I do that but yeah. I did enjoy looking through and just seeing yeah. how much time I'd spent and the problem is if you haven't played a game in a while or if you've played like 10 games since you played Zelda and you go back to look at how many hours you spent on Zelda it doesn't show up exactly it's, it's only a certain amount of games that'll go back in your backlog and then if you put it in again it'll, it'll um, pop back up again. pop up pop, yeah, yeah. pop up again but um, yeah there's a couple of weird things on the Switch that I think come on we're there, there must two be, years in now there must be reasons for it that Make perfect sense. Yeah, to a developer. Yes, but I just... To Nintendo. If someone said it to me, like, oh, it's because of this, but, oh, of course. Yeah. at the moment, baffled. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Uh, By the way, just very briefly on Reggie Filame, who's left uh, Nintendo now, um, he has opened a Twitter account, so if you want to follow him and find out what he's doing in his retirement, it's at Reggie. How that's on earth great. did he get at Reggie? It's Reggie. Well, that's what it says. I don't. I, I, <laughs> Someone I, I, must have had at can, Reggie by can, now. Can somebody verify that? Can somebody maybe just go and just tweet at Reggie and say, "Hey, is this your account?" <laughs> I'll have a look. Have a look for us. Uh, right while you're doing that, am I just tweeting the words "my body is ready"? See what he says. <laughs> <laughs> that could open up a whole can of worms, but I'll let you do that and not me. Um, okay, so on Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Nintendo has announced new costume DLC. So seventy-five cents, uh, which is it's probably going to be the same in pence, let's it face it. Uh, each including characters from Sonic and Persona. Now, the this this is the Persona uh, images that we've been seeing of Joker for uh, months, right? Is this the same one? Or is this just costume packs for... These are um, or different costume co- packs for the, the Mii Fighters. Oh, okay, okay. So, okay. Um, I don't play Smash, as you can tell. <laughs> um, I don't know anything really about Persona, but there's a cat-looking one and oh yeah, <laughs> the one that... <laughs> Is round and has big eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's also Knuckles. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. It's wow. great. That's a blast from the past. Yeah. Um, also, Smash Bros. has had an update. Uh, version 3.0 is out now. So if you've not played it in a while, you might want to go and download that and check it out. Okay. Uh, did anyone find out if that is Reggie's Twitter account? It is. It is. It is. Just at Reggie. Yes. Wow. You must have had that for a while. That uh, can't be new. Either that or they've paid someone called Reggie a lot of money. I mean, yeah, that's possible. If if Reggie was actually called Mike and he came over to you and was like, can I have your Twitter handle? I'd say, sure. Exactly. Uh, my fee is this. 
I don't know. I'm, I imagine the original Reggie must have been a, a big Nintendo fan. Was I'm a big Nintendo uh... fan, but I still ask him for some money. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, now, uh, some more news for you. Free demo. Uh, everybody loves uh, some free stuff. And we have a free demo of Box Boy and Box Girl. It's out now in the eShop. Has any of you, have I, either of you even played it yet? Yes, I gave it a look. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only a handful of levels. It's, cool. It's good fun. It's a good introduction to what seems like it's going to be a very complicated and frustrating but also great puzzler in the end cool but, uh, yeah my plan of going home and downloading it because i didn't know that was there <laughs> but I've, the video has made the game look brilliant i really want to go play it yeah, yeah. i'm going to check it out as well it's uh, it's one that i noticed just after getting back and haven't had a chance yet to do it but i will definitely download that as well especially since you've said it's not bad it kind of reminds me of i guess picross in the sense that it's a very simple mechanic but it can take you quite a bit of brain power okay and it's it's challenging it's not Frustrating is probably not the right word. Um, it's good fun. Well, it's a good challenge. You've brilliantly uh, segged that into my next topic because Picross <laughs> S3 has been announced for the Switch and it's coming out in four days' time. So April the 25th. So we're recording on Sunday. So uh, by the middle of the week, you'll be able to get that if you're a Picross fan. One interesting thing I always think you always think about Picross as being a kind of throwaway title but actually Picross and Nintendo have quite a big history because I was reading about some of the games back on the Game Boy some I think there was a Mario Picross yeah there was yeah uh-huh. yeah so so actually um actually it's a title that is kind of synonymous in terms of those kinds of uh sort of puzzle brain type games it's one that we've seen for lots of years on Nintendo uh devices so it is. yeah I'm also slightly confused because I've always called it Picross whereas you're calling it Picross um, and I, now I think I've been doing this wrong my whole life. Picross sounds like it's more likely than Picross, but I, I, if, it, if I've given it a new name, then I apologise. And <laughs> I also would like to trademark that pronunciation of Picross, <laughs> just in case it's one that no one's thought of, which I'm sure they have, and debunked. Um, but anyway... Well, I'm going to call it Picross, just be Picross, let's go for Picross. Uh, so that's coming out in a few, few days' time. Uh, interesting news about the Nintendo Switch. It's been released now in China, and I say it's interesting because um, China... It tends in China things tend to have the, they tend to have their own version of things. So for the Nintendo Switch to be out there is a, is first of all it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes a lot longer there because of you know various difficulties that they have in getting stuff out in China. So that's really good and a huge huge audience as well. Who will now be listening to this podcast? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I mean, we could link it into the to, into the music that I do, but that's a story for another day. Uh, but yes, I do have a little bit of experience out there. And um, whilst I would love that they would all be listening to um, our podcast, it would it would put our numbers up by about ten billion percent because <laughs> there's so many people. And um, it's really good though. It's a great to see that the switch again is um, is being rolled out in, in new places. I've actually got a friend from South Korea. And one of the funniest moments when I when we met, actually in Beijing, believe mm-hmm. it or not, was that we were we, we added each other on Instagram, oh. and he had a story up on his Instagram, and I thought, oh, have a look. He was only sitting about a meter away from me, <laughs> and I, I looked at the story, and it was him in the hotel room that we were both we were both staying in the same hotel. He was in in uh, the, the different floor, and it was in his hotel room playing the Switch. And I was like, no way. <laughs> and this is probably six months after the Switch came out or something. Right. And, and we were both just, we just got this huge conversation about what we were playing <laughs> and what we were loving and what we weren't. And yeah, so it's, it's universal, you know. Awesome. Yeah, that's really. We like. we like it. So the Switch is now out in China. So that's good news. Uh, what else have we got then? Oh, interesting. We were talking about weird re-releases. There's a game called 13, 
which is uh, it's a Ubisoft first-person shooter. You'll, you'll recognise, if you don't recognise the name, you'd recognise the artwork, I think, because it was a first-person shooter. It was on the PS2, Xbox, and it says here PS2, Xbox, and PS2, but I don't think that's right. And it's now getting a remake <laughs> on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I was with you. I The name did not ring a bell. As soon as I brought up the artwork, I was like, I remember that game. It looked yeah. really good fun. Yeah. Highly stylized and uh, very kind of cartoony kind of graphics. Look, look good, good fun. I'm going to go and check that out. Yeah, I'll probably check it out as well. It's an odd one to, to, to choose to re-release and to remaster, though. Yeah, I think so. Um, I suppose with, with graphics like that, it'll be quite easy to to upgrade them, I guess, with sort of a cell-shaded look. It's not like they've gone these human people we drew in the early 2000s don't look like people anymore because technology's <laughs> moved on. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, there's another game that was on the, oh, I think it was the GameCube, Cell Damage HD, um, which was like a kind of racer-type game. And I just noticed, I didn't even know, but it's been re-released on the Switch as well. Oh, and that's a game of 15 years ago, kind of cell shaded type graphics and uh it, it looks great you know yeah. but it looked great then it's just that the style works you know it does yeah um so interesting so that's another one that's that's coming out i, I think did, did i say the date i think i did say the date we'll go with i said the date because i don't have it in front of me <laughs> anymore uh so another few releases that we have from super rare games now i've mentioned them before because they are one of the brilliant companies that make their own um, sort of releases of Switch games that you might not be able to get physically. So they've announced their next batch of physical games. Let me know if you've got any interest in these ones. I'll tell you which ones I am interested in too. We have Rive. Is that how you pronounce it? R-I-V-E? Ultimate Edition. We've got Tokitori and Tokitori. Tokitori and Tokitori 2. As you say. Tokitori or Tokitori, I can't remember. So what were the games, Mike? <laughs> I'm not doing it again. Uh, the Dark Side Detective, Earthlock, and Wolverblade. Now, uh, James, any of those interest you physically? I have heard of the Toki Tori games. Yes. Um, I think I played one of them back in the days of WiiWare with mm-hmm. the yellow bird. The really disturbing part is at the end of that game, and I haven't got to that because I've got this game as well. It's not spoiling anything, but there's a bit at the end where Toki Tori, who's a bird, is celebrating with a massive frying pan and lots of um, eggs frying. And I'm thinking, isn't that just like mass genocide of his own kind? <laughs> I like the darkness. It's very dark. Anyway, uh, I, I picked it up. It was on sale. The first game was on sale for a couple of quid um, just the other week. But Toki Tori 2... The good. I actually quite like the game. It's a it's a quite a tricky puzzler to be honest. It's quite right. tricky, and I think it gets more and more difficult as you go on. But it's quite nice, I think, and certainly for a couple of quid, I don't regret that. Don't know about two. I think it's different in two. I think so. I can't remember if I played it or not, or if I was going to play it and didn't. But uh, it might be different. So, are there any of those games on that super rare games list that you're going to go? Oh, I might I might be tempted by that. I haven't really. I don't really know anything about the others, to be so honest. So, The Dark Side Detective... That was the one I was going to say. That's yes. the one I'm going to go and get. That looked really interesting. It's great. So I've completed that. And it's... Um, if you like point-and-click games and you like really well-written, funny dialogue and the, it's sort of... It, you, you play a detective, but it's... it's uh, it's in hour-long chapters, and there's oh, right. six of them. So it, it, roughly, I'm between an hour and two hours, depending. But it's really well-paced. It, it's really... You know, it's a it's a good fun game to play. It's not too overly convoluted like some point and click games are, mm. um, and it's very very funny. And actually, the Dark Side Detective Two is on the way very soon as oh, well. Right. So, yeah, mm. that'd be one to check out. We talked about Dark Side Detectives a few weeks ago, didn't we? We did. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I I just finished it maybe a month ago, so that's the one I would say. Uh, Earthlock, I think, is point and click as well. If I remember, Wolverblade, I don't know much about, but certainly Wolverblade is another one that's 
that people say good things about. It's so. got a really cool name. It has. Yeah, I'm just thinking Marvel. I'm not going to say which character, <laughs> obviously, but Marvel. I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's crazy how close to Spider-Man that is. <laughs> All right, then. Oh, Sniper, so upset. Sniper is... I'm joking. <laughs> Sniper Elite uh, version 2 remastered is coming to the Switch uh, on May the 14th, both eShop and physically for twenty nine ninety nine. I've seen the, the videos and the trailers for this. Uh, I've never played it, but it looks quite cool if you like sniping. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some of the animations are kind of cool when you shoot folk and it goes sort of in the view of the bullet and go, people go mm. semi-transparent. You can see which organs you've hit. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of a bit brutal and gross. It kind of looks cool, but I probably won't pick it up. James? Uh, I've played one of them before and it's not my sort of game, mm. but people say really good things about them. I guess if, if people are into them, I imagine they'll be picking this one up. I think I'd probably wait for the sale, see if I can pick it up for tenner. Twenty nine ninety nine <laughs> seems like a lot, but... Um, I'm sure, again, it's probably got a, a huge following of people who will say that we're absolutely wrong. You need to buy this day one. So Yeah, yes. we're a bunch of morons. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure people agree. Um, okay, next up, we've got uh, a new, well, this is quite cool, a new horror game coming to the Switch in 2019. We don't have a date yet. It's from Modus Games, and they've announced a game called Remothered Going Porcelain. I love that title. That is that is a title. That's creepy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I've, I've seen the trailer for this. I think, I think if you go onto the news section on your Switch, you know, if you go down down to yeah. news um, there's a trailer in there somewhere um, or I've certainly seen the trailer in the last week so I'm assuming it's there because that's usually where I see things and um, it looks good looks, looks creepy don't know much about the game at all but bring on the horrors well um, I just what what is this game about if you've seen the trailer I don't know. It just looks it's... creepy. <laughs> like, great, great consumer advice there. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I haven't played it. It's not out yet on the Switch. I haven't played it. I can tell you it looks creepy. Uh, it's probably going to come out on October the 31st or something. I'm going to go and play Mario Odyssey. Mm, it's okay. nice and ha- nice makes me happy. Okay. Uh, that's just me then. Okay. Some news about Final Fantasy VII. The Switch port's got a great... Oh, wait, wait, wait. We need to do our consumer advice, Biddy. Or do, 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 do. You need to make jingle. Okay. Okay. Uh, hang on. Consumer advice. Take off advice. Right, there we go. There you go. That, I think we should probably improve on that one. Final <laughs> Fantasy VII's Switch port has a game-breaking bug that was reported in the PC version nearly a year ago, and nobody went and fixed I it. I can't believe they managed to bring over that bug. How did they manage to do that? Somebody needs a slap. Somebody got too excited about releasing 17,000 Final Fantasies all at once. That's what happened. <laughs> oh, well. It's, yeah, um, if you're playing that game, it's not just you. Everybody else has got the same bug too. Yeah. Well, from what I hear, there's a lot of gaming in there anyway, so let's just hope it doesn't break your game when you're on hour 78 or something. That would be horrible. Uh, okay, the Castlevania Advent uh, Anniversary Collection for the Switch has a date, so this is good news. There's a lot of good games in there. And it's May the 16th. I'm kind of interested in this because I've never re- I remember the, the Castlevania I always remember is the Game Boy one um, the, the very first one on the Game Boy and at the time I thought it was incredible because I'd never seen a game quite like that on the Game Boy so I would probably watch this one see what the pricing is like either of you interested? Yeah um, I'm a big fan of games in this style um, I don't know if I've ever actually played a Castlevania before though mm. I'm racking my brain and I don't think I have so um, yeah I'm keen to see how it all started i guess yeah uh certainly plenty of games in there for the money as well it's i think i won't go through all the titles but it's got several titles in there from the castlevania collection alistair will you be looking at that i think i might do because i need to write a wrong from my childhood i had Mm. uh i can't remember which one i had one of the castlevanias on the nez 
and in my young days couldn't figure out how to get I'm pretty sure it even passed the first level I presume there were levels in it I got like 10 minutes of gameplay got stuck and never went on yeah. back so I need to go and write that wrong well that's one to check out then and uh, if you are in the mood for buying something new on the eShop there's a sale on right now there's only a few days left actually it's been running since April the 11th it's their blockbuster sale I'll just give you a couple of the highlights because there are actually some pretty re- certainly in terms of online um, these are reasonable prices a couple of the ones to check out Skyrim's at twenty four ninety nine. yes I know it's Skyrim you can pick it up on other consoles for a lot less than that uh, Mario and Rabbid's Kingdom Battle now that gets great reviews it it's only such a good game fourteen ninety nine right now on the eShop it is amazing for that price I think it's good value and everything I've heard is that it's really really good so brilliant I'm intrigued Starlink is down to is it £21 21 50 something like that yeah I might go and get that now yeah is it the standard I, I might just, other... yeah just a standard one it doesn't come with X wing type thing it's not X wing what's it called a fox wing and this was the point where everything crashed on this week's episode of the Nintendo Switch UK podcast we didn't know we kept going and I promise you that James did win the quiz 2-1 I was also going to say keep an eye on the retail version of Starlink as well because you can pick up a really good deal on there too and there were a couple of other bargains in this week's sale that we mentioned but that was about it so until next week apologies that we've missed the end of the quiz but we'll be back on it and I promise we'll make sure that we record it next time and until then as Anton would say au revoir au revoir